0: Uh, if you can have really controlled execution with like above
1: 125s, yeah, you're probably you probably have a really good back. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Brass Tax with Weapon X, IPB Pro, Weapon X, Derek Goslin. Uh, we are going to we're going to talk about you know a bunch of stuff. We got a bunch of questions, um, and I am happy to to have you back, man. We got a lot of really good feedback on that last episode.
0: There was a lot of comments, so thank you guys to everyone that watches and supports and apparently likes me for some reason. Much <laughs> appreciated. Ooh, and I made this today
1: for you. <coughs> yes, it's finally back. Little thank up- God. Little updated version there. I'll hit it one more time here.
0: Yeah.
1: <coughs> I added that echo, you know, little bring it into the modern. Make it modern extra things. epic. Yes. Yeah. So, dude, you That'll competed. Get at New York Pro, since last we saw you, yes. uh, third place, which is obviously a fourth. fantastic... Oh, fourth. Okay. I got fourth. Uh, okay. That's almost as good as third. I thought Almost. That's, <laughs> that's right. It's been a couple... It's been a few weeks now, um, and uh, I wanted to catch up with you, though, about what the game plan was, because um, I think everybody who saw you up there knew, like, oh, this guy's got a lot of potential to to do better than that even and that was obviously a huge show you know it was a fantastic contest yeah for sure so what's going on uh, what did the judges tell you and what are you and your coach Dave Kalic working on and and where are you going to show up next
0: so um I, i'm going to just be uh i i guess very transparent um i was really upset after after prejudging um i felt like i You know, I felt like I I should have gotten a a look next to next to those top two guys. Um, I went back and looked at the pictures afterwards. Uh, Well, first of all, I kind of like uh, uh, shelled up back in the Airbnb. I didn't look at my phone. I didn't go on social Mm. media. I just I just needed to um, recalibrate, if you will. Sure. Um, And then you know, I, I I. I ate what Dave told me to eat. I took a nap. I woke up. I was a little bit in a better head space. And I went back and I finally went on social media, looked at some of the pictures, and I realized that um, I don't know if I was holding, I don't think I was holding water. I think I was just flat, which gave me the appearance that I was not as hard as I actually, excuse me, as I actually was. And what confirmed that was at finals i looked much better because i had more food in me and everything was a little bit more filled out so everything was pushing against the skin so i looked much harder at finals than i did at prejudging and i was also a little bit bigger uh okay. at finals yeah. so i think it was just a flatness issue from food but i think we could have pushed food a little bit more um but me and dave were trying to we're, we're trying to play it safe you know it was our first show together sure. and we just wanted to try it you know we wanted to take a conservative approach um but anyway so the feedback from the judges post show was that i needed to be a little bit tighter which obviously you know i saw that um and i think it was a combination of just having a little bit more fullness so that the muscles pushing against the skin more and just dropping a couple more pounds so i was floating between 208.6 and 209.2 you know friday friday and saturday so that i was in that range and we're pushing to be much lower than that we will I've kind of conditioned myself mentally, like, I'm going for 200 pounds, I'm going for 200 pounds, I just want to be ripped, I don't care about anything else. Um, Chances are, though, realistically, we'll probably fall around somewhere between 202 and 204, that's probably not only more realistic, but also just where I believe, because if I'm five, six pounds leaner than I was in New York, that's pretty much, uh, in my opinion, it would be a, a lights out, done deal physique um yeah that's a that's
1: substantial because of from where you were uh i would say yeah five six pounds and i i could see it you know what i've got a i got a picture here i wonder if i can throw this one up here i would agree uh let me see if i can pull this up if it'll come up here's one from prejudging, and you do look a little bit on the flat side there i i would totally agree with that um and the for me
0: and my physique like just looking at just looking at that picture Um, the things that really jumped out at me were arms. My arms go flat pretty quickly. Okay. Um, and chest. Those, those were the two things that as far as like indicators of, of flatness, like immediate indicators on my physique, those are the things that go first and quickest.
1: That makes sense. And then everything
0: else follows after that.
1: That makes sense. We talked on the last show, arms are something you've been trying to work on and i mean maybe not everybody not everybody competes who watches the show but i've seen it in my own life and in other people that like if you have a body part that's not your strongest that's probably gonna be the one that goes first right correct
0: yep yeah so that's what happened there um yeah. so we'll be better i'm, I'm not i'm not worried about it we have a solid game plan and your your second part of your question which is what's the plan um not necess- it doesn't necessarily translate into more cardio because I mean I was doing uh I had a lot of two hour days going into that show. So I mean it's not like I can do much more than that. Like yeah. you know, two and a half hours, okay, three <laughs> hours, whatever. Um, that's not necessarily the answer. The answer is just to be strategic, um, because my body responds very unfavorably to high physiological stress. Oh, so yeah. doing more is it nece- Doing more consistently, constantly isn't necessarily the answer. We have to be strategic about when we push hard and, you know, have those hour and a half, two-hour cardio days and yeah. then know when to pull back like we did yesterday and today where I only did, you know, I think I did 50 minutes yesterday altogether. Okay. And okay. today I did uh, a 45 and a 30. Nice. Um which for me is easy. Like that's that's yeah. that's an easy cardio day. Yeah. So
1: Yeah, are yeah, used that's to how doing we, that's like, how we're going to do it. When you're used to doing 2 hours, 45 minutes is like, "Oh, this is nothing." All of a sudden. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. yeah exactly. I I, I just cuz I went to the NPC website and then your back shot and that's where I could see, yeah, the couple more pounds, yep. you know, couple more pounds, but like, you know what, man, you're All on my ass. You're yeah, you're really close though. And you're you know what you got to is that Even with that, your shape is really good from the front and from the back. From the front, even though you weren't, you know, as maybe as full as you could be, you still had really good shape. And, uh, you know, I know you mentioned that to me before we started. um, And that I I think that's a, a genetic thing for some people. That's like when we talk about like things that are good about pros That like you still can look good even when you're not at your fullest some guys like me if i'm not at my fullest then it's like oh does that guy even lift you know on stage oh my god (laughs) (laughs) is that guy a swimmer you know
0: (laughs) he looks like he plays uh badminton
1: yeah exactly exactly (laughs) that's cool though man i i remember working the first time i saw that working with a guy who did turn pro? Uh, we, we he got his pro card uh, at Junior Nationals in classic, and this is like 2018, and he had to make mm-hmm. 200 pounds on the scale for that show. And like I'm telling you, Derek, like at two two weeks out, he was like 220, and we were hardly eating anything. Jesus, oh my God, yeah. dude! We had to go like start fasting. Like by the end, it was like okay, let's go down to four ounces of fish uh, per meal and remove the vegetables. And then you know, not eat for three hours, kind of. It was it was brutal, man. And his his. When you say fasting, what do you mean? Like we started extending the periods of time between eating because it was like there was less you could, you know, less you could do. So we literally had to kind of starve him. And like a lot of people, man you would think that like you would just like wither away and of course he did wither some and we were able to get him on the scale and able to fill him back out which you know was kind of a miracle but for somebody like that who his shape he never lost the shape he just looked like a smaller yeah. slightly less impressive version of himself which was still like you know he could have won any state level show you know what i mean without without carving up kind of thing
0: and then obviously he was uh fucking ripped i'm sure because he won his pro card so
1: he had striations in his cheeks like when he'd smile you'd see these like lines in the muscles that's crazy (laughs) it was cool it was cool but anyway man how long did you how long did you do that for uh the how what's that the the, the the like
0: the, the the four ounces of fish and like extending the period of time in between meals. We was that had two weeks out. Like yeah, you said?
1: progressively, yeah, because he was holding. Like we got him down to that two. He started it like I think it was two two sixty five, and we dieted him down, and then finally we were at that holy point. shit and i knew that we could get him down he wasn't like a super lean 265 though like he wasn't fat you could see the outline of his abs and we i knew I should right. see if i could find those pictures i got them somewhere but uh you know i knew we could get like an eight pounds off of him with water weigh in and then fill back out kind of thing but like i knew we had to get him closer so yeah but and then you know but like you man he had really good shape i think that that's uh that's one of your strengths, you know, that you have that yeah, shape, even if you weren't at your fullest. So, uh, yeah. So you've got how long now to the next show?
0: Six six and a half weeks. Okay. So plenty Ooh. plenty of time. Uh, we actually got down to two oh five um, at one point last week, Ooh. and then me being a fucking idiot uh, was like, oh, my weight's coming down. I can. I'm going to push harder on the cardio, and I'm going to try and make. I'm going to try and get to 200 like now because yeah, yeah. my body's firing. And then the opposite happened.
1: Oh, no kidding. You pushed it yeah, harder? Yeah, I and pushed harder went... on the
0: cardio. And I, yeah, my weight went up. Huh. So, so now we're taking this week yeah. to dial it back as far as the uh, amount of time that I'm spending doing cardio, which is helping. I can see the inflammation going down. My weight is kind of like holding slash like slightly creeping up but the lines in my glutes are deeper uh, so okay. like so for competitors right uh, i what i'm struggling with is just being totally honest is this conundrum of okay i have to make this weight i'm chasing a number yeah that i feel is going to put me in a position to be the condition that I need to be in in order to win and qualify for the Olympia. yeah. And I'm tying that image, the conditioning image in my head with this weight number, but I'm not getting the weight number, but I can clearly see that I'm looking better in the way that I want to look better. So like I'm trying to be encouraging of myself in one area and not be discouraging yeah. in another. Um. If okay so like basically what the, what the point I'm trying to get at is for anyone listening who you know maybe like an amateur competitor or whatever yeah. even us as pros sometimes doubt creeps in huh, and huh. uh some sometimes it wins and I guess one of the main differences I would say between us and maybe amateurs is we beat doubt more times than doubt beats us.
1: I like that. Yeah. Yeah. But we all have okay.
0: our moments. We all we all have our moments, and today today has been kind of kind of tough for me okay. mentally. Yeah. So just trying to just trying to stay the course, you know, believe in the process, uh, like you know, just trust the process, you know, the, the cliche saying, yeah. and just keep doing my due do, because it, it's it's working, and I know it's working, I can see it.
1: So hell yeah, yeah. It it can be. I think it can be scary. I, I remember the first time it happened to me, uh, into a diet. Um, and and not seeing the scale change for an extended period week after week after week and my coach had to like basically like slap me upside the head because I didn't know at the time and he was like dude you're getting leaner each week I don't care if the scale's not moving you know so even this prep when I was getting ready for New York I remember being uh,
0: because I was coming down from 262 and I remember being like 234 to 236 for like three and a half weeks like yeah. weight did not move at all and i'm like i'm starting to freak out and you know, not not freak out i shouldn't say that but like get concerned <laughs> um and then suddenly one day it was like three pounds just came off huh. and then like a few days later another two came off and then it was like you know another two and then one and a half and then it just it just started happening yeah so sometimes you just have to you just have to get your, your pickaxe and you just mm. swing at the brick. You just swing at the brick. And eventually, one crack will lead to a bunch of other cracks and the wall comes down.
1: The, um, and, and I think a lot of what we're talking about here is the the mental side of contest prep. Mm-hmm. That's, that's I think for people who haven't done it, that's where the real challenge is, you know, is to be able to yeah. defeat that stuff, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it, and, and it, it's, it's tough, but you learned how you learn different um, different coping mechanisms. You learn different strategies to kind of you know keep yourself from going off the deep end. Like for example, one of mine is yeah. the mio. That's good, dude. This keeps me from diving into cheesecake. So
1: <laughs> I like yeah. it. I like it. So we had a bunch of questions uh, that I pulled together here, um, and I I thought a good place to start would be revisiting a little bit of what we talked about last time uh which was one of the things you talked about was bringing up your arms and um the question came up um how do you go about prioritizing weak body parts and also what was your weak body part focus before arms so
0: uh well i will answer the second part of the question first um and back was actually the thing that I, like, when I, in the beginning of my bodybuilding, that was the one thing that I really, um, really desperately wanted to bring up. So, like, I had this really, really long stint where I was obsessed with deadlifting um, and uh, barbell rowing, too, but definitely dumbbell rowing. Um, okay. I would I say those were, the, those were the two things i was like i could not fucking wait to try and hit a pr on a, on a, on a single arm dumbbell row i love um, that
1: exercise that's probably my favorite back movement. for sure
0: for sure and and for me uh as i tightened up my form over time i noticed a also linear progression in my physique so mm. you know when i first used to do it you know there'd be a little bit of bounce in my legs um You know when you get to the bottom you stretch you know a little bit of bend a little hip movement and then you drive up and now the way i do it is my feet are not staggered they're square um Mm. next directly next to each other and i almost and i almost lean over as if i'm doing like a like a like an rdl
1: kind of so that that way
0: there's zero hip drive at all um and i'm just driving with my lats now the only exception to that is I have these custom uh, Olympic dumbbells that I use, where you load the plates on. Yeah. When I use those, I have to stagger my feet because otherwise my legs are in the way and I can't, I can't get the dumbbell back because they're too big. I think I've um, seen
1: you row that before on Instagram uh mm-hmm. like crazy weight what remind us what what do you what have you rode with that thing
0: it was uh, i i that was uh, man I think that was uh, definitely an off season uh, or or yeah. at least like the beginning stages of contest prep and those were two fifteens two hundred fifteen pound dumbbells
1: <laughs> good God man yeah, yeah. i remember, I remember being like, so, holy shit and it wasn't with like bad form guys this is like he was still actually using his back you know. If you can if you can row
0: out to give people a benchmark, I would say if you can very uh controlled uh if you can have really controlled execution with like above one twenty fives, yeah, you're probably you probably have a really good back.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's that's probably kind of like when you're talking about like if a guy can bench four oh five, he's probably got a good chest. You know, same, yes, exactly. same kind of thing. Yeah yeah that's that's a good point man so did you feel like um like as you so when you say better control the more you improved your control and i know exactly what you mean but can you explain what you mean by that just a little bit more for anybody that's not connected to your back training the biggest thing
0: would be the eccentric um so like yeah the concentric too but like just having a good cadence on your descent of the weight so i i mean i've never actually counted it out in my head but if i'm thinking about it right now yeah like it's probably you're probably talking like a a two to three second um descent and not like bodybuilder three seconds where they go one two three like it's like one two three and then you and then you 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 crank it back and that's the other thing too um when you crank it you want to pull and drive it, but not look like you're trying to start a lawnmower. Cause <laughs> when you start a lawnmower, you know, you put your whole body into it and you really like, tw- yeah. you twist and you, and you yank it. Yeah. So, but, but when you are in control, a perfect example is, um, Anyone who, if you, if you don't follow him, uh, Nick Walker, he just posted a video of him doing 220 dumbbells today. And they are the most controlled, slowest rows I've ever seen in my entire, I've never yeah. seen someone handle that much weight with so much, there's zero bounce. He looks like he's rowing, he looks like he's rowing 80s.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, that is the perfect example of how a dumbbell row should look. Maybe get his elbow back just a little bit more, but I mean, he's top by right? Mr. Olympia. Who, who am yeah. I? Yeah. and they're in their two twenties. So I mean, like he's he's rowing, he's rowing my body. He's rowing me <laughs> with <laughs> one, with yeah. one arm. So yeah. um, under complete control. So that's a perfect example of how you should do it. So if you want a visual reference for control, that good. That, that's a good uh good example. But yeah, good eccentric cadence. Uh, A nice, hard drive, but you look like you're moving the weight, not that the weight is moving you.
1: Hell, yeah. I like that. You sent me uh, a picture, too, of your back. We've got kind of like a before and an after here. Um, When is this before picture from? 2014. So Uh, this
0: was... uh, five or six weeks before my very first bodybuilding contest so uh i had made the decision that i was gonna you know try this bodybuilding thing and i joined montanari powerhouse in new haven connecticut i
1: was gonna Got to introduced say to the owners that posing kenny here. yeah yeah
0: yep yep um and the 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 local uh the local nutrition coach that was there and i was like i want to do this thing and they were like, and he was like all right let's do it and Oh, yeah. That's it. So, um, so, so yeah, a few weeks from my very first contest, where I placed dead last.
1: Did you really? But you, dead but last. you still wanted to do it after that, huh? That wasn't because like- I wasn't seeking a win.
0: I was. Oh, I, I don't want to say that because, like, we, we all, if we get into any type of competitive sport, we obviously want to win, right? But yeah. um, for me, that wasn't where my value. Lied uh, mentally and emotionally the value for me and the experience was what does the best version of me look like? And how do I get there and bodybuilding was serving as a vehicle to give my vision direction yes. that I didn't have prior I like that. So it gave me a direction to shoot for and you know, I got off stage Yeah Obviously, I was a little bummed that I placed last but I was like, you know I look back at the pictures that so, you know, people took uh, at the contest Um, that I could, that they showed me while I was still in the venue and I was like, okay, I don't look like out of place. I don't look like an idiot. Yeah. So I'm just going to keep working at this and see what happens. Like where, let's just see where it goes. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give it my best effort. And that was it. That was the end of it. And this is what it has blossomed into, which you're going to see in a second.
1: All right. Yeah. (laughs) Let me grab that one next. So when are these shots from here? Uh, About a week ago. Okay yeah and look at the look at that size difference, and you can compare directly um, uh, rear double for rear double. look at how much density you have up top in that shot. That is uh, that's pretty cool. and I think your waist is even smaller in the new picture.: <laughs>
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, um, I, like my my waist in New York was, I think, uh, a little over 28. Mm. Um, no kidding i gotta i gotta see if anyone took any pictures but like while what i was standing on the diagonal waiting to get called you could see me um i wish i could find some somewhere you can there there are are times when i literally could would would uh grab my hands and i could i could grab my waist like let me see if i can do it here (laughs) you look close you yeah (laughs) so i was like I was standing on the diagonal in like a front relaxed and I was just I was literally just interlocking my fingers so everyone could see how small my waist was compared to everybody else.
1: That's great, man. That's cool. Yeah. So you've made a freaking boatload of progress since then. And And I will say this. I think that muscle groups like back muscle group like legs. Those are big body parts. That's a long-term commitment. Like you could, you could probably make a decent difference in a like a rear delt. And I did. That was like for me. I didn't have good rear delts at one point, and so I made it a focus. Guess what? Six months later, I had rear delts. They're a small muscle. They're easy to grow. You know. But something like your back, that had to be a long-term project to get from there to here. You know.
0: Yeah, I would say just as a reference, like from a training weight movement standpoint. In the before, I was probably able to row like under control, like perf you know perfect execution, like one fifty five to one eighty five barbell rows, and I can do four hundred five barbell rows
1: now. Hell yeah, yeah. So everybody I know that's seen you train, uh, guys. Derek is a guy who can move some a lot of weight like you're you're a strong dude there's no question about that that's a huge jump though 185 to in, into the 400s
0: right but that's also it's also eight year difference ah, so yeah. you know it's a commitment keep that in mind as well it, like you said it's a commitment long term
1: so um real quick then second part of this was yeah. prioritizing that weak body part how did you how did you 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 used uh how did you prepare your workouts how did you plan them um to make sure that you got everything you could out of your back
0: well at the time i followed pretty much a bro split style of training um one one body part per day um i would say that when i started doing mountain dog training is when i started seeing the most um significant improvements because at the again that john was the first person that really gave my training direction Hmm. um i had i had a coach at the time my first coach he gave me a training plan but i'm i'm gonna be honest it, it, it it looked like a cookie cutter like you know he copied and pasted that off of someone else's thing and just here you go yeah. Um it wasn't anything it wasn't anything spectacular it wasn't like and I didn't understand true true training intensity yeah. and you know failure and all those things like I do now but not in the same way that I do now um so there was a lot of variables there as well cuz you can make any training program easy or hard if you know how to bring the intensity to the session
1: Absolutely um
0: but when I met John and I started actually being able to talk with him personally, and then I actually started doing one of his programs. The following year, th- my training had purpose, and it had direction, and it had vision, um, which then, uh, ironically enough, led to, okay, first contest, last place, to the first contest of the following year, I'm winning an overall. Hell yeah. It, so yeah, – um. Jump. It, it was still it was still i think it was still one body part I think it was what program was it was it gamma gamma ray I think it was called gamma bomb um gamma bomb that was like one of my favorite programs I would do that again that that program was awesome, yeah um I don't know if he still has it on his website uh but he does um, yeah yeah, that was a the program that I followed
1: yeah that one's leading there. into he's got a bunch
0: yeah um that was a program that I followed for 2015 and 2016 leading into when I got uh, my pro card.
1: Hell yeah. All right. Well, listen, we've got a bunch of questions here. Um, I We're probably not going to be able to get through all of them. And listen, um, if we keep running here and you start getting tired because you are obviously, even though you're like on a back off day here, you need your rest. We don't want to, I don't want you to, to you know. Take away energy that you could be using to to do something fun with your time off here. All right.
0: Oh, you mean like like eating my next meal? Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, let, let, let's uh, let's let's squeeze in a couple of these. I, I, I got a I got a little bit of time. I think I can I think I can muster up enough gumption for like two or three. And all right. Then, uh, I'll I'll definitely have to eat at that point.
1: All right. I'm, I'm going to pull a fun one then. 'Cause it's one that I thought would be fun too, is um three favorite machines for leg for legs, uh, looking for brand names. I always love talking machines.
0: Okay. Oh man. Um it's funny because one of the ones like the first one that immediately comes to mind is ironically the one that I hate the most but <laughs> I know it's if you can get super strong on it you are going to have incredible legs okay. um, and that is the Cybex hack squat
1: oh yeah that's a great machine dude that is a good machine
0: I, I used to hate it when yeah. I was an amateur like absolutely low, I would I would I would avoid gyms that had it when I was training legs. <laughs> just so I didn't have to do it because it's so damn heavy that you would um, you would have to you wouldn't be able to load it as much as, you know, other hack squats. Yeah. So you'd have to use less weight. So it was like psychologically it was kind of like a you know it, it, it kind of made me feel defeated. Like, oh I'm weaker. I didn't yeah. realize that the loading patterns and the resistance profile and all of that I didn't have an understanding of all of those things. Yeah. So I'm just like this machine sucks. I'm like, why I have to put less weight on it? I don't want to do this. But now, I'm like, shit. Like if I can get really strong on a Cybex hack, my legs are going to be like 34. Like yeah. so I would so I would say the Cybex hack squat um Oh, man. This is this is actually a tough, I, I when I read the question, I thought there was going to be an easy one to answer. Now I'm realizing that it's kind of tough. Um I you wouldn't get... necessarily put a brand name to it, but I would I would definitely I would definitely keep Smith a Smith machine in the Smith equation machine? for squatting.
1: Okay. You like yeah, Smith for squats. Just uh-huh. my lower
0: back feels so much oh, better. Like every man. time I Okay, so I love barbell squatting. I love barbell squatting. My lower back does not love barbell (laughs) squatting, so I don't do it. Every time I barbell squat, my shoulders are achy. My (laughs) shoulders and lower back are more achy than my actual legs.
1: Yeah. It's funny because it actually answers. We did like a two for one. Um, Do you have to squat for big legs? So I guess you, you you already answered that one without even knowing it. Well,
0: I mean let's uh, let's get down to brass tacks here with that question you see what i did there i do
1: um
0: so i mean in 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 a sense almost any movement you know machine or whatever that you do is a variation of a squat you know because let's let's break down a squat for a second what is a squat a squat is uh basically a three joint movement you know you're you're getting um dorsiflexion and plantar flexion at the ankle you're getting knee flexion at the knee and then you're getting hip flexion and extension at the hip yeah so leg press smith machine hack pendulum v they're all variations of a squat whether the word squat is in the name or not yes so in so in all actuality yes you do have to squat to get bigger legs do you have to barbell squat to get bigger legs Absolutely not, but probably a great start. Um, Mm, Yeah. And the not only you'll you'll build overall density of your physique as far as your outward appearance and also squats also lead to great um, increases in the density of your uh, um, connective tissue and your Mm. bone density will increase because you have to use your entire body to hold that weight on your back.
1: And you'll also uh, become a man. There is that. Aspect. You'll become a man. There's, there's, <laughs> That's how you become a man. There's something.
0: The <laughs> there is something manly about taking a squat. When you see someone take a, a barbell squat set to failure, you're like, that dude's Ooh. fucking
1: crazy. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah that is I remember. True.
0: <laughs> I remember, so like, so I remember doing uh, barbell squats with Sean Clarita back Ooh. when I was an amateur. Okay. In uh in 20 i think it was 2015 and um we were each training you know he's always trained uh, under john and we were doing a we decided we were going to do a quadruple drop set so i started with five plates (laughs) and did as many as i could took one plate off did as many as i could took a plate off did all the way down to one plate and then when we got to one and then when we got to one plate we had to go as slow as we possibly could <laughs> on the way down. Yeah, yeah. And go as slow as we could on the way up.
1: Oh. Oh, that's brutal, man.
0: And I that single-handedly is the most my legs have ever hurt after anything I've ever done in my entire life. That.
1: Holy shit. I feel like I everything I hear about Sean Clarita is how strong he is. Is would you say he is one of the strongest people that you've ever had the chance to train with?
0: I had to keep up. There were a lot of movements at the time back then. Yeah, where I had to try and keep up with him.
1: <laughs> I bet, I bet, and he's five now, shorter than you. You know, it's yeah, he's a strong dude. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, you know, I, I would say that now I could probably get him on some things, but pound for pound, I would say he's the strongest bodybuilder on the planet. Like hands down.
1: That's cool, man. That's cool. I would I would probably agree with that. I haven't seen him train personally, but I've heard so many stories. I'd I'd have to think he's right up there. And, and he's done so much with his physique in that last few years too. I love the way he looks. He's one of my favorite guys. He wears
0: these you know he wears those, be, uh, those big ass shirts and yeah. he looks even in those shirts like <laughs> gigantic you know as far as like width he looks wide as hell like he just takes up so much space yeah. it's insane it, it, it i mean he's doing um he was doing uh 170s uh for dumbbell press a flat dumbbell <laughs> oh, press for like 12 12 reps 13 reps and I'm like there's a there's a video on his page yeah so like like that's what i do
1: yeah yeah
0: and I and I weigh forty fifty pounds more than him <laughs> on you know on stage, so
1: it's insane. He's insane. All right, I'm gonna give you a break on that last exercise, the last machine, because we we I I know oh, that I I taxed your brain so hard for the first two. We can let that one go. Nah, if you want to move on.
0: Nah, I I, I, w- I don't have a brand, but I would definitely say the pendulum squat. Like it there there's if you because because it's so deceptive in how much weight you can load yeah um so you go in thinking that you're gonna manhandle it and then you end up you know you throw one plate too many and you get buried um but if but if you can get four plates or more on a pendulum or you know like all together not each side you're gonna you're gonna have some really good legs. so yeah i would say smith the cybex hack and um and a pendulum
1: I was just at um, Quads in Chicago, and they had a nice pendulum there. Yeah, dude, that's such a, like, talk about great leg equipment. You could, like, go around the whole room. He's got them all. Like, he's one of those places, man, where he's just got, like, every good piece that ever existed.
0: It's like a museum. It's like a living museum. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Where you can actually touch stuff.
1: All right. So, real quick one. uh, We don't have to spend long on this. Uh, Alcohol and fitness, can it have a place occasionally?
0: uh you know it's it's funny you ask this question because me and dave were actually talking uh and he was telling me about this guy um the i think he was haitian uh this haitian guy that he coached like years and years ago um and how he he didn't make much money so like his uh ability to you know buy different foods to diet on were it was very limited so you like he tuna and rice diet like pretty much yeah um but he would always have one to two glasses of wine for whatever reason every single night and he would always I saw the pictures this dude would come in peeled okay out of his mind yeah but like his right his diet was literally just tuna and rice or uh, uh chicken and rice and he would have a glass of wine every night so uh,
1: huh.
0: i mean uh, it, okay, it it, it it worked, but now let's talk about. Th- and he wasn't using much in the way of uh, of anabolics, like at all. I think it was like three different things or four different things, like total. He couldn't afford them. That was That's it. why,
1: you know. He couldn't <laughs> afford it.
0: You know, it was like it was like test clen, winstrol, and then like some Arimidex, and then, like that was, there. There's there's your cycle, and he got ripped. Yeah. Um, So now, okay, cool, but if you're talking about someone who's actually doing, you know, I'm going to call it a real cycle, like a full cycle, not real, a full cycle, now you have to factor in, okay, along with the orals, what is the alcohol doing from a liver standpoint?
1: That's a good point, yeah.
0: Right? So, I mean, if... If your if your blood work is good, because the other thing too is alcohol serves as a as a means of dehydrating, right? I yeah. know plenty of people that will do that, you know, the couple days leading into the show. I know my previous coach before Dave did it with me. Uh, Dave did it with me, and you know it works pretty well. So. I think if we if we were to limit it to that that scenario, like the last day or two of the prep, just to help pull that last little bit of water out, or and and or even the day of the show, not just for water, but if you're someone who gets nervous really easily, that stress mm. could lead to water retention. So if having a shot or two of wine relaxes you, yeah. then do it. Yeah. the 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 cost to risk ratio is 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 in favor of making that decision versus not making that decision
1: yeah that makes sense that's and my
0: that, that's my opinion
1: i had a client that just asked me about this recently she did her first uh this was her first contest season we've been working together for like 30 weeks brand new like brand brand new taught her how to train for hypertrophy uh we worked yep. on first building the diet oh, up. super new we dieted down she did two shows mm-hmm. now we started the off season and she said hey uh, what about alcohol she was going to a wedding i think this 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 weekend maybe so we kind of had a talk yep. like cuz i i think like it's it's it can be tough like if you're an alcoholic kind of alcohol drinker then you you know what i mean yeah. you might not it might not work for you but like her she's probably going to like have a glass of wine or two at the wedding and then probably not drink again for like a month and then maybe have another glass when she goes out to dinner with her boyfriend you know Right,
0: right, exactly. Like, I maybe consume alcohol, maybe three times a year now, yeah. yeah. If that, like, it just it, you know, it's not something that I that I think about or seek out.
1: But I bet and you're funny. And probably when two of drunk.
0: those occasions is right before a show, anyway. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. What else do you want to answer here? Because we got, like I like I said, we got a ton um we did get we got one do you want to talk a little bit um about your your logbook i know we had that question oh there. yeah 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 somebody asked what your yes. logbook okay. looks like
0: so in i guess if you really want to know just what the book itself looks like i do uh dragon am, ball z i'm not this surprised is...
1: by that at all first of all let me make that clear
0: the, This is 2020 and 2021. Okay. Most of 2021. Pretty much up until I, uh, I had made the decision to cut the season short and kind of go into a health phase and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then I picked it back up later in the year. And then this is, and this is, this logo is from another anime that I watch called, uh, one piece. It's my favorite anime of all time. Okay. And, uh, but I mean, I mean you're not gonna be able to see any of like the notation. I don't think. Uh, yeah, you kind of can. A L- little bit. Um, so what's, so what's this? This is a push day. So did I only do four movements that day? Wow, I must have been feeling like shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh man, I must have been feeling like crap that day. Uh, let me pull pull one of these guys up. Uh, okay, so this was a pull day. In June of 2020. Okay. Oh wait, there we go. Yeah. You guys are getting free game right now. So like, uh, you'll you'll see a lot of different notation um, on machines. I never try to calculate like the actual weight per se. I'll put like uh, plates per side PPS. Okay. Um, I'm gonna find one that. Oh. Oh, so if you look at the push day on the other side, you'll notice at the bottom that I made a little note. So that's another thing, too, about keeping a logbook
1: is. Lowest, it's been all prep. Um, I can't read that last part. Shitty period is. Is soaking in. Oh, sinking in. Sinking in. Yes. And that looks like there's a felt felt marker or felt point pen there. I like those. I was
0: using a felt pen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, basically, I had I I hit some PRs that day. Oh, this was the first point in the prep where I really noticed uh, a decline in my performance start to happen in a couple sets. Yeah. So, I made a note of the movements that I you know, my weight or reps went down from the previous week. And I think this was the second week in a row that that had happened. So at that point, I know that either either it's just a shitty part of prep is coming and I just need to suck it up and deal with it. Yeah. Or this is happening and it shouldn't be happening right now and something needs to change. So I can share this feedback with my coach. Like, yeah, my my energy is low, but I'm noticing – you know, there's a there's a much more rapid decline in my performance than I'm typically used to at this point. Yes. Maybe we need to change something, either supplement wise, or maybe we do like a refeed day and then get back to the hole. You know, whatever. Yeah. So that's another uh, th- uh, benefit of keeping the logbook is if you make um, if you make notes, uh, you can have some context as to. Why your performance was the way it was, good or bad? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you, maybe your schedule was different that day, so you had to train a little bit earlier than usual. Mm. So instead of having, instead of going into the session with three meals, you go into the session with two. That's another thing that I would note in the book. So that way, I can again, I can always have context to the numbers that I'm reading.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, listen. I know you got to. There eat you go. Soon. You got to eat soon. Here. Do you you want to? tackle one more you want to get going and and go get your food because i know you're when when we're in i'm starting to fade yeah okay we'll hold off then there's we had more uh and and we can hold on to those plus let me say too um if you guys well if you're still watching this thank you and 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 second yes uh if you have any questions for derek comment on the youtube we'll uh we'll try to get back together (laughs) you know between now and the next show Tackle this thing again, because uh, it's great to have you back, man. And a lot of people, a lot of people were excited to see you back on the show. So it's been fun, man.
0: That made me feel really good. It, I, it definitely made me feel makes me feel really good. I should say, um, just to know that that you know there are so many people who not only enjoy you know having you know me being on the show, but also find value in oh, what well, I man. say and what I provide. So that means a lot. So I appreciate all of you guys for that, and I will continue to record this as much as i can you know cool. sometimes sometimes you have some difficult days and you just kind of need a minute to to zen out but yeah. um i'm always happy to be here
1: hell yeah man and, and i'm i'm grateful too that like our audience is is growing so i appreciate all you guys watching and and with that there are more people that are connecting to you and i love seeing that man i love seeing that a lot yeah that's really that's really, that 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 that's really cool that makes my day Um,
0: I definitely get a lot of messages like on Instagram from people like, hey, you know, I found you uh, from listening to the podcast. I really I I really like all the information that you provide and you just seem like a really fun person. So I wanted to follow you.
1: That's cool. Um,
0: Yeah. and, and, And honestly, that second part is probably the compliment that I like the most. Like I like I enjoy that people you know find me intelligent and find value in the information that I provide them but when they say like you like you just give off an energy that I want to be around
1: absolutely yeah no that comes through on this too it really does because I mean this is how I've gotten to know you is you know through us talking on shows you know it's not like we were like best friends before this but I see that man like you're you have some really good like positive energy and I think that podcasting needs that body and people bodybuilding needs that and people just like living their daily life listening to the show at work need that you know so it's cool that you can share that with them you know
0: yes absolutely and just being able to i guess provide a positive experience coming from a pro just yeah. because I like even I have a bunch of members at my gym that have frequently told me that, oh, I met so and so and I couldn't wait to meet them. But they were a dick like they barely gave me the time of day or like they just did. They couldn't they couldn't be any less interested in talking to me. And yeah. I hear that a lot. And I never, ever want anyone to be able to say that mm. on account of me. That would, that would make me feel terrible. So, you know, I just try to stay as genuine to myself as possible. because I know that's enough.
1: Hell, yeah. Well, guys, I uh, appreciate everybody watching. Go to our sponsor, our, because they, they sponsor both our. the podcast and they sponsor Derek, uh, com. You can use either of our codes, Weapon X or Code Think. Um, have you yep. tried their, I don't, I don't know how much of their pro, actual protein you use, the marshmallow treat. Have you tried that yet?
0: No, only because uh, you're going to, you're not, you're going to hate me for this. I'm, I don't like marshmallows.
1: Oh no kidding. Huh. I mean I we can still hate be friends. Marshmallows. I don't love them that like, much. We're like uh, I would, yeah, we can still be friends. That's all right.
0: Okay, all right. It's just I don't know. I don't know what it is. Like it's it's a it's a weird taste that I can't compare to anything else. Yeah. And like the texture is like weird and gummy and then like it gets in my teeth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, fair Gross. enough. Fair enough. I'm I'm about to try it. Skip says it's awesome, so I've got some coming on the way. That's why I asked.
0: All right. Well, well, uh, I'll ask you about it on the next episode.
1: All right. Well, guys, for another episode of Brass Tacks, um, if you want to follow Derek, I've got links to him below. Uh, anything else that you want to mention? Um,
0: I love all you guys. I appreciate all the encouragement. Um, and support that I continue to get uh, on social media and especially after the show because I was a little bit down on myself. Um, but, it, you know, hearing from you guys and all the positive things you had to say really helped me um, rally back emotionally uh, really fast. Um, shout out to my wife, Anastasia. I love yes. you. Uh, shout out to my gym. Uh, the Instagram page is fam.tampa if you want to check us out. Um, we already talked about the sponsor. Uh, and, freaking dave i love dave that man Dave's has awesome. really uh has really been there for me my coach dave Kalik um has been there for me super super hard this entire prep whenever i have needed him um and even when i didn't or when when i didn't think i did so love you dave thank you
1: hell yeah guys we'll see you soon
0: all right see you guys